very much. Okay. Thank you so much. For people who don't understand science well, can you tell us a little bit about your work and how you won the Nobel Prize? Um, I, I, had, I did some work in an area called molecular recognition. That is what I got the Nobel Prize for. What it deals with is the way in which molecules interact with each other. When a molecule is constituted from atoms, you have to give a structure. But that's not the end of it. These molecules interact with each other and then they do that in a very specific way. And that is called molecular recognition. This process is absolutely basic, for instance, in biology. And in our own organism, everything starts with a recognition between molecules first, and then other things follow. Such fascinating work, and yet you also still want to make a contribution to peace. What's the relationship between science and peace? Uh, science, I would say in its spirit, automatically should lead to peace, because scientists are supposed to be open, Scientists are supposed to think rationally rather than emotionally, to go beyond borders, and uh, science should have uh, automatically the possibility to help people to get together and to talk and to understand each other. How do scientists get together and say we want to make a contribution for peace? In doing that, uh, scientists, uh, in order to get to this point, they get together, they have meetings, they talk together. There are some meetings which are more, uh, more specifically oriented towards bringing together the idea of science across borders for peace, and there have been quite a few. In the past there has been Pogbosch, which had a contribution, at least one thinks so, between East and West when the Iron Curtain was still existing. Then Ili Wiesel organized a number of conferences in Jordan, the Petra Conference of uh, Nobel Laureates. There is this Malta conference, there are many, quite a number of conferences. In fact, I would even say that almost any scientific meeting brings together people from all over the world or from a great variety of countries and therefore makes them talk to each other, makes them think together, makes them sit together, make them drink together, maybe be happy together. So it's more about science building a culture of peace or a way of looking at the world through their study of culture that can build peace. Yes. Uh, Peace has also to do much with politics, of course, and often, uh, I would say, in politics, personal ambitions have often become uh, sort of a hindrance to it and have come to um, hinder a process which might lead to peace. Also, traditions, the fact that people have to learn to understand, they have to learn that uh, uh, we are different and that we need to try to understand each other. Now, finally, What's the role for UNESCO in all this? So UNESCO can help to go across borders and maybe that's one rule it should take. There are many scientific meetings. It's the interface between scientific meetings, human sciences, natural sciences, arts also, that uh, a lot can be done where UNESCO can contribute. And on the basis, education, because without education in primary schools or let's say kindergarten, primary schools, high schools, universities, and so on. And I think here UNESCO can have a big role, especially to try to fill up these vacancies, these uh, holes which uh, are not usually taken up by uh, the normal meetings. And uh, so this should help a lot to bring people together, speaking about science and peace, as we have talked about earlier. I think science has this this mission, uh, even this intrinsic, this essence that it has no borders, 
Science has no borders of language, not of nations, not of ideologies, not of religions. Science has no borders. It is something, a language, which is true for everybody. Thank you very much.